I'm Dr. Amalia Ganyas-Malka. Welcome to Womanity, Woman in Unity, the show that celebrates prominent and ordinary African women's milestone achievements in their struggles for liberation, self-emancipation, human rights, democracy, racism, socioeconomic class division, and gender-based violence. Joining us in our Johannesburg studio today is singer La Source. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure to see you and um, to, to be part of your experiences, your, your journeying on with this career of yours. I'm actually glad to be here because I feel like I'm going to be able to speak about a lot, especially as a young female, you know, out in the world growing up. I feel like I really do have a story to tell. Great. And I think that that's for me is, is one of the beauties about music, that it is all about storytelling, yes. whether that's your own experience or or others that, that speak to you. Very, very true. I mean, I usually tell my story in my music. I feel like people, when they listen to my, my, my songs, they get to know who I am, get to know where I come from, and what exactly is my vision also. And I think even with the music videos I make for songs, I'm able to tell a story where people can relate. Yes. You're at the beginning of your career. Officially, what would you say, two years in? Uh, this is my third year. Third year? Yes. So I would say I'm just there, yes. But I'm, I'm working harder. Um, I feel like at the beginning, there were so many things I had to adjust to. But now I'm at a stage where I'm just like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And this is what I want for La Source. And... You also celebrated your 21st birthday yes, recently. Yes, it was um, August 13. Ah, finally, 21. Because when I signed, when I actually entered the industry, the music industry, I was 18. So I was pretty young. And I'm actually glad now I'm 21. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's been so much to learn and unlearn and just growth. Yes. Best age in the world. <laughs> What attracted you to the music industry? What attracted me to the music industry? Uh, honestly speaking, like there was a lot. Um, as I've mentioned off um, air, I went to a Muslim school, and um, I was I was open to a different environment compared to where I am today, the music entertainment. Because um, in Islam, even listening to music is forbidden. Even watching TV is forbidden. Even singing is forbidden. So it was like a strain to find myself and be like, actually, this is what I want to do. And I discovered my myself in um, matric. I think I was 18. That's 2016 years. And um, it was really hard because I had to adjust. I had to listen to my friends and family like I was confused I'm not gonna lie because people had so much to say but uh, because I had a dream I had a goal I was like this is what I want to do at the end of the day I have a voice and it was just my dream honestly but that is a tremendous cultural shift and yes. culture is so rooted into our DNA that's so, so true. I mean, I had a lot of comments, negative comments, but I guess I was just so driven. And my friends, even I remember my friends, their families called them in. They're like, how did you allow this to happen? Like, you know, in Islam, you're not supposed to even watch TV. Now she's on TV. <laughs> and I was like, if it's really what I want to do, then I think I might as well, you know. And for me, um, 
discovering my singing talents, I, I, I used to just like sing covers, basically. Like I was a singer in the class. So I just used to sing randomly. And then one day, um, I remember a cousin of mine came home. He came to visit, at f- visit us for the holidays. And he was playing some beats. I was like, oh, actually, you can actually do that. And he's like, yeah. And he, he recorded a few songs. And I was like, oh, I would like to also try that. And me saying that, I didn't know that it could be so big. So when I went to studio for the first time in my life and I recorded something, even when the producer played it, I was I was I was shook. Is that really <laughs> is me? Is that really me? And the thing is I was I was mostly a shy person. And uh even when my mom heard it, she was like, You've never sang for me? I didn't know you're this good. And uh I think from there it's 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 like a, a simple story, but it's actually very um it's deep because when I d- did my first track, um, I posted it on Facebook. I didn't have social media at that time. I wasn't exposed to media. I wasn't. I didn't even have a phone. So I went to the library. I uploaded my first single on Facebook. It was called Independent. Sounded crusty, but uh, I remember it didn't even take a week for me to be able to be noticed. So I dropped it in a week, I think by Friday, I got a call and Bishop was like, oh, actually, somebody sent us your song and we think you, you're the one. I was, I was, I couldn't believe it. I remember when I even got that, it wasn't even a call, it was a text first. That was like, nah, this is just like, you know, some, somebody's pulling a joke on me. Then when my boss actually calls like, yo, you need to decide. And I was still doing my exams then. I was like. But it's like, you got what it takes. You need to choose what it is that you really love. I was like, okay, fine. I came to Johannesburg, I think, for a week. And I recorded like 20 songs. And then I went back home. And that's that was the beginning of everything. So budding into your career, discovering your, your talent, almost self-discovered, and then coming through and, and signing up. Your stage name, La Source. Yes. Tell us about the origins. Uh, La Source. La Source is the source in French. Um, it's a creative name. I was listening to, inspired by a source. I was like, source, hmm, I've got that vibe, I've got that sound. And I just wanted to bring a fuse of something different because I used to listen to a, a lot of radio. And every time I listened to radio, I used to say to myself, I feel like I can do better than this. I can, there's a gap I can fill in the industry. And when I came in, I was like, I will be the source to the mix and we're just going to get it going. That's lovely to hear the, the creative spirit coming through and the evolution of that persona, yes. which no doubt will be growing. Music has always been a, a source of inspiration to people. And with that, as we were chatting, artists are, are telling stories. It, it's True. all about the the storytelling component. As a singer, what would you say you draw on to, to best express yourself? I think singing really um, expresses me at its best. Um, well, I do have certain hobbies like dancing, but I feel like music, I'm able to express myself without having to sit down and tell one person but I'm able to tell the nation and I feel like I have so much to tell because I've been through a lot 
with my family, my background. And I feel like if I put it into my music, I'm able to inspire other people. Because at the stage that I am at now, people I find people screaming at malls like, oh, is it her? And I'm just like, I can, like, I'm... We go through the same things. I think even with my um my project, my last project, it was called Broken Lipstick. I was like, we all go through the same things, but it's how you deal with it that is different. And I think that's what brings us all together. Tell us more about Broken Lipstick. Broken Lipstick. Uh, Broken Lipstick was my first uh, debut album. My baby, basically. Um, it's a 16-track project. And... Um, it introduced me to society, the industry. When people first heard me, they're like, who is this girl? She sounds so much like Rihanna. Oh, she's from KZN. She's so young. She's 18. Like, there was so much people wanted to know about me. And I felt like that project kind of um, gave them a lot of answers. Uh, but Broken Lipstick is basically a project filled with um, different kinds of sounds. Um, I do pop, Afropop sometimes um a little bit of r&b but one thing that um expresses me or makes people aware of me and you know acknowledge me is the fact that i use my um my original language which is zulu in my music and i feel like people fell in love with that more my vernac because now you listen to radio some people sing in english which is like a norm because everybody sings and when i brought that it was like oh she sounds like rihanna but she she sings in zulu oh okay zulu rihanna <laughs> yeah that's what they used to call me so uh yeah it's just different sounds inspiring and the name broken lipstick itself i was like if you had to have a broken lipstick in front of two girls for instance one is not so rich and one is super rich and you look at this broken lipstick and you're like should i use it or not probably the not so rich girl will just use it and be like i'm gonna use it and i will go to my interview and do my best compared to maybe the cool girl she can be like nah my parents can give me another one or whatever so we do go through the same things it's how you think how you handle how you arrange yourself and um, I think that's that's the message I was trying to take out there, that as young um, people, we go through so much. And we are not able to sit down and be like, if we are 16-year-olds, I can't sit with my 16-year-old friend and tell him my problem and he can advise me where it should be the matter because you have been through what I've been through. It's just a matter of communication and understanding. And for me... I think it's 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 up to me as a musician because we we send a message out, and yeah, that that is definitely my purpose to send a message. In Broken Lipstick, you said that you sang different genres, hip hop and pop, etc. What would you say speaks to you the most? The most is definitely uh, pop. Pop, Afro pop. I love pop. Um, I'm a very, as much as I'm a very reserved person, but I have that side where I'm just like, break out the shell, be you, express yourself, feel free. And uh, I think pop as a genre allows me to, you know, um, say what I gotta say. Not in a way where everybody's depressed now. Not every single song needs to sound slow, and you know, some people get depressed by the sound itself. And um. I think being able to do so many genres also for me is just being like 
it's it's diverse for me it's like it brings in growth exactly it brings in growth you're able to even um feature other artists from abroad because that is my aim as a musician now i want to i want to travel the world perform for people you know not only south africans but canadians and everybody around there so yes so you've got good travel ambitions you've got a foresight to look at doing collaborations with other artists yes and would you ever think of writing songs uh yes i do write songs because i started off like that well i started off with covers and then i tried writing songs and actually it sounded great but i feel like with writing also people one thing people don't get and i was actually telling my producer this yesterday it it takes so much of concentration to write a song especially if you want your message to be heard so when i started off writing songs it was a little bit rusty a little bit like okay what are you trying to say and you're just speaking your mind but when you grow into it you are you able to understand that you need to be able to make it sound good also like the rhyming the sense you need to make sense that's the whole point because you can say a thousand words but if it don't make sense it's it's pointless the structure behind yes. it yes um so for me i think i've also grown into that i remember my first year i was very rusty with writing i think i only had four songs done and then as time went by i was able to analyze and listen to other artists sorry i was inspired i was like oh okay then this is how i should be doing it there like there are formats to it and all of that it it takes time and concentration and dedication and for me i'm just like if it's anything i have to dedicate myself to and commit to it's definitely music it's wonderful that you found your your niche and your your passion so early on in your life because now you've got the the drive and and you know what you're focusing on yes commercial music depends on sales and sales depends on fans You've got a strong social media presence. Can you tell us about some of the responsibilities you feel in terms of giving back to your audience and maintaining your connection with them? Social media. Uh social media is another job on its own. I feel like it's just another part where you just have to also put focus into. Um in terms of my social media, a lot of people follow me. I think I have like 200 k followers on Twitter and 100k on Instagram and so on on Facebook. Um my fans love me and I love them too. And um one thing I realized is that as I've mentioned, I I had to adapt to a lot of things, especially changing from Muslim environment to the public eye. There was so much I had to adapt to cuz I never even went to a birthday party when I was 18. So everything was a first for me when I came to Johannesburg. My phone was the first iPhone like, "Whoa, okay." So I I like it it took a strain cuz I didn't know how to communicate with people on on media. It's like, "Okay, even if I take a story, what do I say? How do I, you know, I just had so many insecurities." But as time went by, I saw that communication is the key. basically cuz if i have a single that i'm going to drop i need to let my people know and they need to know they need to tell me how they feel and it now it's come to a point where i'm able to ask like my fans what is it that you want what sound do you like what do you want me to sing about and they actually respond and it takes a lot though it takes a lot of um what can i say you need to be interesting 
one thing I realize in the industry. Like, you need to be interesting because if you are boring, then it's just like, okay, might as well just watch the next story, you know. But uh, for me, I think I'm very... I'm very supportive of my fans as much as they support me also. Like I'd usually do these things of um, giving pads to schools, um, whoever knows, well, number of my songs wins a hamper or something. Like I love to give back in that way where I'm just like, okay, I appreciate you. And it's great. I mean, communicating on social media is like a great experience. But as I've mentioned, I'm not so good on it so i'm still trying to find my ways around it but uh my fans are very very supportive well having in excess of two hundred thousand followers that's a, a a big following it to is manage. i was i was shook sometimes i still get shocked like going to the garden like is it hers and her i'm like oh okay it's it's just so much and i mean as i've mentioned i come from a very closed environment being being in the open and this is like the extreme it could go literally so for me i was i'm i'm learning so much i'm still learning i'm still taking in i'm still finding myself who we'll see maybe in the next two years or one year this is what I, I want to do and if i'm around certain people this is how i present myself this is what i say how i say those things they they need to be learned and for me i'm, I'm just gonna say thanks to my team ambitious entertainment because they're the ones who took me in and they kind of groomed me and told me and they, they showed me the way well these have been massive learning undertakings and a complete let's say 180 in terms of your your transformation uh, from a cultural point of view from getting involved in a brand new industry from learning new talents and yes. and skills to to cope with the dynamic yes yes uh, it, it's it's amazing because even with the music that i have my latest project i've got to work with one of the best in the world davido cly lisa and all that was just like, whoa. For a first project, I was, I was blown away myself. And once you, you activate Beast Mode, I feel like you can accomplish everything. And regardless of what field you're in, I feel like once you focus, you can overcome anything. And as a young, successful woman in this industry, you've also become a role model for girls and, and young women. And let's say you're also brand ambassador for South Africa. How do you feel about being a role model? I feel great, honestly. I'm very proud of myself. My family's proud. Um, but I also feel a little bit of pressure because people have expectations and that comes with the deal of being a role model because let's say I wake up today, I don't even want to feel like putting on makeup and I just want to go get bread. Maybe just wearing my slippers, like just jump the car, go get bread. And when you walk in, it's like people have so many expectations about you. You need to live up to a certain image where you're just like, okay, um, shoulders up. Even if you, you don't feel right, but you need to be able to inspire other people. And I guess it's the whole point of being a role model. Teaching people that even when you're down, you just have to be strong. Because in the real world, it, it, it's, it's, it's really hard. And I feel like girls young girls that are growing up don't really see it like that they are distracted by so many things and when they grow up they're actually gonna realize that there's so little to 
to give away you know like you you can't lose anything and one thing i've realized is to know yourself discover yourself know your purpose because once you have a purpose no matter what comes around or who comes and 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 distracts you you distract you you will always be focused like just know what it is you're here for wise words and from you being a role model which is a responsibility you take very seriously who would you say have been role models in your life in my life ah firstly my mom um a lot of women actually uh, i would i would say every single woman because i feel like every woman has their own story to tell and with that story you can always learn something i mean i can learn something from a woman who's selling apples at a street that you know they would do anything to make sure that their family they are fine without having to do anything wrong and that on its own teaches me that you don't have to take shortcuts to make it in life so i i feel like every single female woman out there inspires me honestly we do too on the show <laughs> today we're talking to la source who is a up and coming rising star in the music industry. We would love to receive your comments on Twitter at Womanity Talk. In our previous segment of the conversation, we were talking about social mood, social media. We were talking yes. about the responsibilities yes. towards fan bases and, and keeping things going. There's been a lot of social movements that have happened recently from Me Too, Time's Up, to shut down Santon and Am I Next as, as more of a yes, local yes, yes. context. How do you think these campaigns advance the cause against gender-based violence? Um, social media, firstly, is like the biggest platform where majority of our population is on already. So if you send a message on social media, it's much more likely that majority of the people will listen, especially the young people and the news just spreads on and on. I feel like social media has become so powerful these days that it is it's it's almost like it's dangerous also. But um it's it's useful because you're able to send a message and people listen and these things like hashtag in my next like it was trending. Everybody knew, even I didn't tweet anything about it but I, I, I saw it and I think that's a good thing because you're easy to tell you are easy it's easy to Natini to make people aware of what's happening their surroundings what it what it is that they need to do I mean hashtag in my next everybody who's on social media knows who to things are not really good in the country now you need to look it after yourself you need to be careful like you just you need to be aware do you think it's made women more aware? I, I really do. I really, really do. Because I remember when I went home, I think recently after the the hashtag, um, when I got home, my mom had a taser for me. She was like, this is for you. Uh, everywhere you go, put this in your bag. I'm like, but mom, she's like, no, ha hashtag you could be next. I'm like, uh, okay. And you actually see how afraid everybody is at the moment of you know the hashtag we we're all shook and it's not like it's a new thing um these things that are trending it's not something new it's just that now it's brought to our attention and um yeah i think a lot of women were um i opened about it 
And those events that happened were, like you say, these are, are things, these are, are almost everyday occurrences, but there was this strong, well, more media awareness of, yeah. of events that really took place and, and hurt hurt the nation, hurt women. But the sense that I'm getting is, although we've created this awareness and we've got moms like, like yours who are <laughs> arming their, their girls, <laughs> but... How do we start to drive more change? Because there's one thing of protecting yourself, but really we shouldn't have to be protecting ourselves. That's really, really true. Um, I feel like there should be more campaigns um, enlightening men on these topics because we are not at fault. I'm just walking down the street wearing my tights and my crop top and then suddenly somebody comes up to me and grabs me that is not my fault i was just doing my thing minding my business so i feel like males should be the ones who um should be targeted and enlightened on subjects like these and just told what it is to do and not to do and i feel like there are so many young boys growing up that are looking up to their dads some dads they don't even know who to they are those type of people. So I really, really feel like we should start at schools where we teach kids, young kids. Everything starts at school. If it's anywhere you have to teach and groom the youth and the, the, the bosses of tomorrow, it's definitely at school. So you go to school, you start at schools, you teach young boys how to handle themselves, how to respect females, how to to to, to know what it is it, to be a man. And uh, yeah, I, I really, really think that would be a great idea because boys would be aware the same boys who will grow up to be men one day can know what it is they need to do. So we're getting this positive socialization that is generational. If we had this crystal ball or a magic wish list, what would be the one thing that you would change if you could to benefit women in the future? What would be one thing I would change? That's a tough one. Uh, but I would definitely change. Hmm. I've never actually thought about it, hey? I'm thinking about it now. But um, I don't think there's anything really you can change about women. It's all about the males once again. There's so much you can change with them because if you look at um, the violence, it's, it's all based around men. And... Um, all I can say about women is that they need to carry themselves with with pride. And um, I feel like now we've, we are growing into a world where women are enlightened. They know what it is that's happening. They are more um, literate compared to times like maybe 30 years ago. As a female, you weren't allowed to study more than standard 10. But now I feel like they know what is happening. They know what is going on. Just... Be focused and for males also to be groomed and to respect one another, be disciplined. And I think with that, we can go a very long way. And sometimes when we have these conversations uh, and looking at you now as a young 21-year-old who is making inroads into her career versus if you looked back 20 years ago at, at someone similar, it would be a case of, well, I might be a backup singer. I yes. There were so many more limitations. Yes. 
um, I might not be able to go and, and perform and, and own the stage that I would be earning less money than my male counterparts. But the reality is a song is a song. True. People are listening. True. They're spending the same money on that. Why should you be deprived of the same rights to that income? True. Um, it's 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 hectic. I don't know what it is that um comes to people's minds when things like these happen. But uh, I would say in today's time, there there are like a lot of females in the industry. Um, I'm one of them, which is actually great. And um, even though the industry is a male-dominated field, but um, we have rappers, female rappers, who are pushing and 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 leaving their mark. Uzi. As females, we deserve as much as you guys do, and um, I wouldn't lie. It's it's really hard because we had these um, stereotypes. I think like ten, well, ten years ago in the industry as a female, there's so many things you have to do to succeed. You know, stories like oh, you need to sleep with the boss or whatnot. And compared to today's time, where you can just make it, you can even drop your own song now. You don't even need a boss sometimes. So, um, and one of the females who inspired me about that is Shoma Josie. She, she's, she's, um, she is a self-discovered and self-made uh, powerhouse. So for me to see females in the industry in those positions is amazing. Cause story, I remember when I left home, my mom was like, "Please be safe. Make sure don't agree to anything. Don't drink anything. If somebody talks to you, look them in the eye. You know all those things. Cause so much can happen. But looking at it now that I'm in the industry, I can see that um, there is improvement. A lot of it. Hmm. And people like yourselves will then go on to make the industry a better place yes. for for subsequent yes. singers coming in." One of the questions that I ask all my guests on the show who've made tremendous achievements in their respective fields of expertise is about some of the factors that they feel have contributed to their success. So whether it's perseverance, uh, hard work. Um, when we had um, Sister Rebecca Monopa on the show, she spoke about fear of failure. So everyone's got a different driver what would you say have been some of your key drivers to success? Key drivers? Um, I'd definitely say um, consistency and hard work. Hard work really pays off. But um, as an artist, I've had my ups and downs. I've learned from my mistakes. I remember my first year in the industry, um, I had stage fright. I was scared to perform. Like I, I used to like. That's a challenge in your line of work. <sighs> It was too much. And sometimes when I look at those performances today, I'm like, I can actually do better. I should believe in myself more. I shouldn't doubt myself. Because the moment you doubt yourself and don't believe in yourself, then who else will? You know? And I actually, I saw it in me. Like, it reflected when I was watching. I was like, if I'm like this on stage and I'm frightened, how am I entertaining other people? How am I feeding off of their energy because they're just looking at me like okay she okay but uh definitely for me is hard hard work and concentration consistency um that's that's about it like if you have that then you can go anywhere in life can you tell us about some of the key moments in your life growing up on what, what impacted on you ah key moments um my mom is amazing 
she teaches me a whole lot of things she also well unfortunately in her time you weren't able to do and express yourself as a female but uh, i think i get it from her she she's good in singing she's good in dancing she's a gym freak she's she's a she and i remember the last time she told me i am what she wanted to be so for her to see me do what i'm doing today is like her dream come true so it's a dream come true for both of us and um i'm really inspired by my mom she 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 teaches me so much she oh i remember sometimes she used to take me to karate classes she wanted me to be a ballerina but i was like mm, no 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 and um all those little moments for me like those were the key points i mean i didn't really get up to much at a young age but um she taught me how to be a strong woman because uh, she was a single parent and um, we didn't really have much. So one thing I would say is the most remarkable thing in my life is my mom. And she has taught me so much being strong, being fearless. I'd imagine she gives you tremendous support and is a core source of, of energy. Yes. To, to support you on, on your journey. Definitely. Uh, my family is very supportive. Um, I think... Even when I first came to Johannesburg when I was 18, I remember my, my, my neighbors came like, oh, so you're really going to let your daughter go? She's so young. And thing is, I was so like shy at that time. She's like, they were like, she's never going to survive in Joburg. She's, she's too shy. Like, I don't even know her voice. Hello. <laughs> but um, she believed in me. She saw it in me. She kept me going. She advised me. And... Um, Everything that I, I have, I think I owe it to her. We've spoken about your journey so far. We've, we've chatted a little bit yes. about the work that you've, you've currently been doing. Tell us, what does the future hold for you? The future? Oh, the future. Um, previ- like recently, I, I went through a very tough patch in my life. I think I was just um, growing um, learning a whole lot of things. Um, I, I I went through a downfall. I was hit by depression. Like there was just so much going on, and uh, I'm actually appreciative of that time because it made me realize what exactly it is that I want, and what exactly is the vision. And today, sitting here, I'm just like I have so much to do. Like I have so much to do. I I I have. Um, a single dropping this month with a video, a new one. Um, I have a project that I'm working on. Uh, I have features from abroad, around the world, well-known artists. And I'm looking forward to going abroad. I'm looking forward to traveling, um, performing um, around the world. Um, like, I, I, I even would love to build a school one day in my life. That's how um, driven and... and, and passionate I am but uh, obviously I feel like I just need to work towards it um, I also liked being a model but then I don't think it would have worked <laughs> and I don't think it could work now because I just have so much going on but um, other than that I feel like Source has so much in store and so much to give in the future definitely great music definitely um, great visuals I always have a story to tell um, young kids and i really feel like i'm gonna venture into so much more um i have a passion for acting so i really think somewhere along the line 
time will tell. You might see me on your screens just, you know, reading my lines out. But, um, yeah, I feel like 21 is the best age. Anything and everything is possible. So, um, yeah. Spreading your wings into the future uh, across multiple performance tracks. I, I think you're on track to, to get that going. Thank you. Now, finally, as we close out our conversation today, please will you share a few words of inspiration or wisdom that you'd like to pass on to young girls and women that are listening to us in Africa? Um, I think as I've mentioned earlier on, as a woman, learn to be fearless. Learn to be confident. I feel like a lot of people are killed by confidence, especially females. You have a say. You can say no. You can say yes whenever you feel it's right. But mostly, um, be confident. Believe in yourself. And mostly, be driven. Like, have a purpose. Without purpose, you can go around the entire world and still have a broken heart. But if you have purpose, you know, if you go down, if you trip, you have a reason to get back up. Having a plan. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on air. Thank and you we, for having me. We wish you every success in this bright future that is ahead of you. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to Womanity, Woman in Unity on Channel Africa, The African Perspective. And we have been talking to La Source, who is an upcoming singer with a rising star. <laughs>